The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? Whether she's a Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter, we'll untie the purse strings and give you the inside track on today's woman. How to capture her attention, grow her loyalty, and create such enthusiasm about your company or product that she spreads the word with her friends and family. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Purse strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan, senior principal at Carmichael Lynch Spong, as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And good afternoon. Welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan, and it's so great to be with you today, right after Thanksgiving. I'm glad you could take time out of this post-Thanksgiving week to join me. You can catch Purse Strings every Tuesday, 3 o'clock Eastern Time. And each and every week, you will learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country. The 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending, the woman. Well, isn't it fitting that we're talking about uh, consuming today, women and purchasing and why they buy and what, what the truths or the untruths or the half-truths that they they tell about why they buy um, on this cyber, well, I guess Cyber Monday was yesterday, Black Friday was last Friday, but everybody's all of us about really what happened in the retail space over the last several days. We now know that based on Cyber Monday, online sales were up 14%. That's according to Core Metrics. And that might, in general, help overall holiday sales, which, as we know by now, if you've been listening at all to the news, um, we know that Black Friday sales just rose a smidgen of 0.5%, up to $10.66 billion. Um, so again, flat, flat. Uh, they were, I think, expecting things to be a little bit brighter on Black Friday than it really, really was. Um, shopping traffic was heavy throughout the country on Friday, according to Shopper Track, which measures consumer traffic. Um, and, you know, just last year, Black Friday sales climbed 3%. And that is, of course, um, much slower than the 8.3% that shopper track saw in 2007. So clearly, shoppers were fe- feeling very, very confident in 2007. We know that the bottom kind of fell out of everything last year, and then that consumer confidence remains flat this year. Uh, now, we know that online shoppers spent 35% more on Black Friday web purchases than a year earlier. Um, so, you know, online is where it, where it is. We know there were a lot of deals to be had online yesterday. Hopefully you were able to cash in on this. I know I was. Well, when it comes to feeling kind of that financial pressure, uh, Citibank just fielded a new nationwide survey and they released the results. And it's not really a surprise at all. Women across all economic sectors believe that their personal financial situations have really deteriorated over the past year. 
And the majority of them, a full 65%, have permanently changed their spending and saving habits in response to the recession. Clearly what happened yesterday and what happened on Friday is an indication of that. Uh, 38% of women say they are worse off financially compared to a one year ago. And that's women who have significant means, women who have household incomes of at least $100,000 and assets of at least 250. That's excluding real estate and retirement. Three in five women believe believe that the country's economic conditions will actually get worse before hitting bottom. So in other words, we've not hit bottom, guys. If you listen to Citibank and the results of their new nationwide survey released in October, they feel, at least the women feel, that there's some harder times to come. Um, There are one in five percent of women, though, who are a little bit more hopeful. They actually say that we've reached the end of the recession. Uh, So but only 21 percent. So that's that's not a lot of confidence, I don't think. Well, our purse profile today is fitting. Um, It's the Kate Spade shopper. Now, this is a woman, 35 years old, has about three kids in the house, a household income of $60,000, and she's really into shopping, especially being in-store during the holidays, and she feels like the holidays really are an experience. In fact, she's into collectibles, uh, one of those women that loves to collect things. There's about oh, a little over half a million of these women in the United States. Um, again, they're employed part-time. Uh, they do own their own home. They're very fashion-aware. They like to be unique. They do, despite everything that's going on in the economy, are fairly optimistic about life, and they are happy right now with their standard of living. They like novelty and change, and they love to indulge their kids. At retail, they're shopping at Macy's, Kohl's, Nordstrom's, Old Navy, Gap, Crate and Barrel, and Pottery Barn. She's driving a Volkswagen, a Toyota, a Saturn, or a Chrysler. She's shopping Kate Spade, uh, Ann Taylor, Calvin Klein, and Liz Claiborne. Where can you connect with the Kate Spade shopper? Well, she's reading lots of magazines, Parenting, In Style, Marie Claire, Cosmo, People, Good Housekeeping, Better Homes and Gardens. She's watching cable like HBO, Oxygen, HGTV, E! and TLC. And she's online a lot. She's looking for deals on eBay. She's checking out uh, Disney and Amazon.com. She's on MySpace and iVillage, getting a little of that social networking going on as well. Well, my guest for the day certainly knows about women and especially what uh, kind of promotes women to buy. Tracy Chapman is the co-author of a brand new book called What She's Not Telling You, Why Women Hide the Whole Truth and What Marketers Can Do About It. Tracy, her partner in the consultancy called Just Ask a Woman, Jen Drexler penned the book with CEO Mary Lou Quinlan, and they talk about the differences between women's half-truths, in other words, what we actually admit to guys, and whole-truths, what we really, really, truly believe, and how that kind of influences what we do and what we buy. So uh, stick around this fascinating, I'm sure it will be fascinating interview with Tracy in just a moment when Purse Strings returns. Okay, time for something we can all relate to. Shopping. Her strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Want to learn the biggest asset to driving online success? Let me introduce you to my expert advisor, PixelSilk. PixelSilk is a robust content management system built on a foundation to create online marketing success. It's the only content management system that offers keyword-specific SEO advice, can integrate with your shopping cart system, and offer multi-site management. 
Pixel Silk frees my time while making my company's website easy to manage and promote. Even better, Pixel Silk has been embraced by the SEO community. I'm Bruce Clay, and Pixel Silk is the first CMS I have ever felt good about recommending. With this winning combination, we have all the tools we need. PixelSilk.com, the ultimate in SEO-driven CMS. Revenues can come from many different sources. Are you capturing additional revenue from your payment processor or leaving money on the table? Lytle & Company can help you grow your top-line revenue. Lytle & Company provides payment processing and consultative merchant services for multi-channel retailers, along with Internet and direct response businesses who sell directly to consumers. Lower the total cost of payment acceptance while improving your business processes and chargeback management with Lytle & Company's innovative reporting and analytics features. Lytle & Company, the card's not present, but we are. Find out more at Lytle, L-I-T-L-E dot com. Charles, come on up and tell us about the great ROI we're getting from RevenueWire. Thank you. Since I signed up with RevenueWire, conversions have increased dramatically. RevenueWire has an integrated shopping cart called SafeCart that offers highly accurate sales tracking, boosting our conversions through the roof. And now that they've added multiple international currencies to SafeCart, we're looking forward to seeing significant increases in our overseas sales of PC utility software from LavaSoft, PC Tools, ParadaLogic, and AvonQuest. With up to 75% commission, real-time sales tracking, free in-depth sales analytics and reporting tools, campaign optimization resources, and now weekly payments for top-performing affiliates, our sales are climbing higher and higher, thanks to RevenueWire. Find out more at RevenueWire.com. PPC Rockstars will take you to the promised land of PPC profit. Live broadcast Mondays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Back to Purse Strings. Joining me today is Tracy Chapman, co-author of the new book, What She's Not Telling You, Why, the whole, why Women Hide the Whole Truth and What Marketers Can Do About It. Tracy, her partner in the consultancy of Just Ask a Woman, uh, has actually pinned the book with um, her one of her colleagues, uh, Jen Drexler, along with CEO Mary Lou Quinlan. And in this, they actually talk about the differences between women's half-truths, which is what they admit, and whole-truths, what they believe. Now, Tracy is the director, the co-director of Brand Insights at Just Ask a Woman. And Tracy, we're so happy you could be on the show today. Thanks for having me, Maria. Well, first and foremost, I want you to tell everyone about Just Ask a Woman. I'm very familiar with your consultancy, but there may be people out there who aren't as familiar about with it. Well, Just Ask a Woman was founded in 1999 uh, under the idea that perhaps just talking with women would give us all the insight necessary to, uh, to understand what's going on in the marketplace. And we founded... The company, uh, Mary Lou founded it in 1999 after working with so many women's brands and realized, you know what, there's really a business to be had by just talking just to women. So over the last 10 years, we have just been talking just to women. So um, we do a lot of market consultancy, we do strategic planning, and we do market research with our favorite consumer. Well, and isn't it fun just to talk to women? Not that I have anything against men or anything, but I would imagine that's just a fun job to do every day. 
No, it is. It's really fun. And we love men here. We talk to them. We, uh, <laughs> all of us have husbands over here. Um, and uh, sometimes we even ask them for their, their insight on, on products and purchases. But the reality is, is that women are the architects of our, of our lives. They make most of the decisions. Um, they are influencers in almost all decisions. And they really look at the bigger picture. They see what's going to be important for themselves, for their family, for their friends, and they offer solutions, not just for themselves, but for everybody around them. So we really love talking with women because we feel like we get the big picture and we get the key insights that are going to help marketers with their businesses, even those marketers that um, have men as their customers, too. Absolutely. Well, and you've been talking to a lot of women lately, and it's really the foundation of your brand new book that I talked about called, um, um, gosh, I just, it just, <laughs> what there she's not telling you. Yep. <laughs> there we go. What she's not telling you why women hide the whole truth and what marketers can do about it. I know you talk to a ton of women, but I'm, you know, I'm really curious as to why you tackled this particular topic, why women hide the whole truth. And then what we as marketers, first, we need to understand that that happens. And then what can we actually do about it? Do we, do we have control over getting out that entire truth? The answer is yes, we do. And it comes down to listening really intently to um, the female consumer. What we have found over the last several years by talking them uh, face-to-face was that when you asked women questions, they'd give you the answer. They would sometimes give you the answer they thought you wanted to hear, or they would give you the answer that they thought themselves was the right answer, or maybe they half believed it themselves. Um, But what we found is if we probed even further or asked them, really, do you believe that, honestly, we found that women would open up and give us more of the story, more of the truth. And half-truths aren't necessarily lies. It's just half the story. We found that the whole truth is what she really does, believes, and buys. And for a marketer, that's really important, especially with the amount of money that they spend on researching uh, to find what women want, to find out that, hmm, women might not be telling me exactly what they want or the whole truth, what that means to the uh, marketing strategies and budgets and communications that are developed with those insights in mind. So what we have found is if we can really probe further with women to get them to share a little more of the story, give us the whole truth, for marketers, it's really important to their businesses um, to get that whole truth. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And the timing for this book is absolutely fantastic. I'm, I'm sure it was deliberate to come out uh, with this book about now because it's really at the height of uh, what, what should be retail consumption. At the top of the show, I talked a little bit about Cyber Monday and Black Friday, and those numbers are, are not great numbers. Um, can you talk a little bit about what you sussed out about when women buy and, and, yeah, and what kind of motivates them? You know, it's them? interesting. The, the book is timely, and, and you know, in writing it and listening to women give part of the story, we, we came up with an acronym um, that sets up why women tell half-truths. And we found that we we call it games. It's the games that women play. Certainly they're playing it this holiday season. The G is for good intentions. They have the best of intentions, especially when it comes to shopping for the holidays. They want to spend as little as possible, but they want to get a bang for their buck. Um, we also found that there is a bit of um, ego protection, which is the ga- the games, the E in games, is that they they want to be able to have bragging rights 
um, you know, Black Friday certainly gives women bragging rights. The number of women who actually got up at 5 o'clock in the morning or even earlier to wait online to get those doorbusters. I think it's, it's fun to say, oh, I got up at the crack of dawn with all the other crazy people out there, um, than necessarily saying that, I, you know, I did all my shopping on, on Friday morning. And I think what we find is that women, especially during this um, this season, you know, compared to other years, is that, the, you know, they have a lot more on their plate. There are a lot more stresses and struggles that they're dealing with. Um, so they're, uh, I would think, being more strategic as they go out into the marketplace and uh, and spend their dollars. What we found in research that we did in a survey is that women are actually spending cash this year, which was a surprise to us, as, you know, as you listen to how many credit cards um, are, you know, hitting their limits, um, that people are actually going to probably spend less because of using just the green old cash in their wallets. You know, when I was looking through your book over the weekend, I was lucky enough to get it right before the long holiday break, so I had some time to spend with it over the weekend. And one of the things I thought was interesting is that women really, based on what you found, is women were really shopping throughout the year. They're really not waiting until fourth quarter. Do you think companies have really done themselves a disservice by providing those deep discounts all year long? They certainly have. I think um, retailers have trained consumers, especially women who are the ones who are out in the stores shopping um, more often. They've trained them to look for the best deals. I mean, you go into any retailer and you look at the you know the first table that's in the front of the store. Those usually were um, um, used for new arrivals, and now it's for the sale items. Um, the racks in the back of the store that used to carry the, you know, the things that were on 50% down markup, those are taking over the stores these days. And women realize that. They recognize that um, they can get a deal um, if they wait a little bit longer or if they're uh, strategic in the stores they go to, you know, collecting the coupons and the discounts and signing up for websites or, or um, signing up on Facebook to get as many good deals as possible. So, yeah, I think that the reality is is that we've been trained to look for the best deal. And, you know, the challenge with that is how do you get out of that when you've been trained all along? How does a, a retailer and a marketer, how do they go back to um, where we were a couple of years ago? I think there was, a, um, there was a piece just recently about what Saks is doing, and I think that they have a good um, look at, at the future is that they need to sort of reclaim um, the idea of supply and demand. You know, a couple of years ago when uh, inventory was high and there was excess and you had to cut costs, you had to cut prices to bring the cost down so that they can make their, you know, numbers, um, that's when we started being trained to, to look for discounts. But now what they're looking at doing is actually having less inventory and keeping prices on the high-end products high so that women will feel like, I really need to get this now because it might not be there tomorrow. I think they're also doing is on a customer service um, level, which I think a lot of marketers and retailers can look at as, a, and as an example, is letting consumers know when um, that great pair of boots has only two products left on the shelf. I think Amazon does a great job of this, of, you know, if you're looking for a book and they say there's two left. Um, we found this with our own book. We were really excited when we would go on li- online and see how many of our books were left, and they, you know, they were ordering more. That got us really excited um, as a publisher and as a, an author, but I can see how that would be really exciting for consumers as well to know, I need to get this and I need to get it now. 
Right, and and she really is looking for those indications, whether it be price or availability. She needs a really a reason to buy now because she really has to think about every dime she spends these days, right? So, you know, when you talk about, you know, shopping and what women say about what motivates them for shopping and what they really do, they really are distinctly different. Not because she wants to be dishonest, but maybe she hasn't admitted the whole truth even to herself. What were some of the most surprising learnings from the study? Well, we found, when we asked the women, um, and we kind of asked them to give us their the half-truths and the whole truth. So we wanted to see what they were saying and what they might be doing. And one of the things that we were really surprised at is that um, women were telling us, 91% of women said that um, they weren't going to splurge a little during this holiday season on themselves. But, in fact, we are finding that they are spending um money and buying products for themselves. 63% of people bought something just for themselves um, over the last couple of days. When you look at the types of products that were purchased on Black Friday and Cyber Monday, uh, we're looking at, you know, items from clothing and jewelry and uh, books were really high and, um, and and beauty products were really high. So these are things not just for everybody else in the family, but she's certainly spending some money on herself. We also found that, you know, women said that they really wanted to buy and choose thoughtful gifts. 81% bragged that they wanted to do that. And I think that that's probably true in the good intentions aspect where they do want to get the best thing for their loved ones. But the whole truth is that gift card purchases are up. Now, is that really because they want to buy the best gift that somebody really wants, or is it that gift cards just make it really easy to get in and get out and, uh, and pull it off of the list? That was surprising to us. And I, I mentioned the cash before. That was really surprising to us, too. Um, I think that that's one of those, you know, say we're going to do one thing, but then if you see the deals are just so great, you are going to, um, you're going to pull out that card, especially when you look at the numbers for Cyber Monday, the mm-hmm. fact that sales rose 14% over last year. Well, they're not buying, spending cash online. They're definitely using a credit card. Now, maybe in their mind, cash is, I'm going to pay it off at the end of the month. Um, that could be true. But I, really, I think that that might be something that they say they're doing, but that card in the wallet might be calling their name. And then we also found that we asked them who they were going to drop off their list um, for gift-giving this year. And 37% said that um, their spouses were going to probably get a kiss instead of a present this year. Um, And I know in my own household, my husband and I have decided that maybe this year we'll just just, uh, splurge on the things that we need for our house and our daughter, not necessarily things for ourselves. But... um, but the fact that, you know, he's getting cut off the list uh, was a bit surprising to us. And that women actually admitted it, you know, because so right, often exactly. we don't, right? <laughs> right. Well, and, and I will say, too, you know, um, I'm, I totally agree with, with the women that you, you surveyed. I, my husband and I were just talking about our own gift-giving plans, and we've agreed to kind of cap our spending for each other at a low amount. And I even said, I would rather have experiences than gifts. I would rather go to the theater with the family or um, purchase a game that we can all do together than go out and purchase a gift. Mm-hmm. I mean, are, are you seeing that? I don't even know if you, you had a chance to look at experiential type of items, but is that, is that popping or those types of things high uh, on your list? Definitely. I think the, the fact that, um, that products in the consumer electronics world are up, televisions, you know, that's so that the family can watch movies on that, you know, HD 
television rather than going to the movies. Um, you know, again, I think sporting goods was up. Again, getting the family out and doing sports together is is something where it's more about experience than necessarily having that item in the you know at home. Yeah, I also well, think that um, the experience experiences are really important, especially when it comes to the family. That maybe um, spending less money um, outside the home, but spending focusing it on on the family is important, and I think we're going to see more of that. Absolutely, because we only have so much time and we only have so much money and we need to kind of prioritize. I know that's true with me. Well, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I would love to talk about all this, these great insights and what are the implications for marketers? How can we tap in and get more of the whole truth, not just half the truth? More on that when Purse Strings returns in just a moment. Okay, time for something we can all relate to. Shopping. Purse Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Hey, have you got that number for Jerry's Pizza? Look it up on LocalPages.com. LocalPages.com. Well, what if I wanted a business number in Miami? LocalPages.com. Can people find your business online? Be seen with LocalPages.com on every local listing in all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, Amazon, and Ask. With over 6 billion quality searches a month and bids starting as low as one cent, get connected with local consumers at the exact moment that they're looking for you. San Francisco, Green Bay, London. I told you. LocalPages.com. List your business on LocalPages.com now and get $100 in free local advertising. LocalPages.com, bringing your neighborhood to you. Friend Finder. Friend Finder. The world's largest online dating network. Featuring over 100 million profiles. At hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com. Represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With Friend Finder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. Wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details. Now at friendfinder.com. Affiliatecontracts.com is an affiliate network like no other. Hands-on account management right from setup gives personal attention with continual account optimization. And our affiliates will attest our offers consistently pay more money every single day. Seriously. And hey, want to make a lot of money fast? Check out our unbeatable, I mean unbeatable insurance offers. Higher conversions with programs that are sustainable and scalable because AffiliateContracts.com is committed to you for the long run. Bigger payouts, higher conversions, and attention you expect from dedicated affiliate managers. AffiliateContracts.com. That's what the affiliate world needs. Mobile Presence, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And we're back. I've been talking with Tracy Chapman, the co-author of a brand new book called What She's Not Telling You, Why Women Hide the Whole Truth and What Marketers Can Do About It. And we've been talking a lot about just the great results that came out of the survey of what women really mean and what they say and what that promotes them to do can all be different things and some really great insights about what they buy and why they buy Tracy. But for marketers, um, and I do this, you know, this is what I do on behalf of my clients, you know, we're always challenged with, you know, you go into a focus group, you get their input, you go out, you put, you know, you put a product on the market and then it goes bust and you want, you say, well, what happened? That's what they told me they wanted me to do. But we have to take a different approach, don't we? 
You know, it, it does come down to uh, getting personal with the consumer and the customer. You know, research is great, and, and qualitative research, focus groups can be great if they're, um, if they're done in the proper way. I think that, you know, one of the challenges with the focus group is that um, the person who needs to hear what the women have to say is in a back room, often with dark lights, and it's, hard to, it's easy to get distracted back there. Uh, we have, over the last 10 years, taken down the barrier of that mirror and, um, and brought everyone into the room with the consumer, eye to eye, elbow to elbow. You need to hear firsthand what your consumer is saying. You need to see her body language. She needs to see your body language. She needs to see that you're staying awake for the two hours that she's willing to give her, you know, insights so that so that she feels that she's a part of the process. I think that, you know, one of the challenges with, uh, with focus groups is that uh, you can get... Um, relaxed, too relaxed sometimes in that back room listening, and you don't hear the whole story, or you don't ask the questions that get at the whole story. What we have found is that by probing even further um, and, and deeper with consumers and, and putting them on the spot in a nice way, but putting them on the spot so that we say, are you sure you really feel that way? You know, oftentimes we'll ask um, on some projects that we've worked on with in healthcare of, you know, how are you feeling today? And women will give you that you know, nice answer of like, I'm feeling okay, I'm feeling okay, you know, my health's important, all I want is for everybody to be happy. But if you stop them right there and say, okay, now that's just the nice answer. What do you really want for yourself? And they put, we put them on this spot, and they have to answer. And because we do it in a way that makes them feel uh, comfortable with uh, being called out, um, they're willing to give us more information. And that's really important. I think what happens too often is that we, uh, we're listening, listening for what we want to hear and not necessarily probing enough on what um, we don't hear. It's about reading between the lines, I believe. You know, based on the insights that you gleaned from the study, do you think that there are actual ways marketers can prompt women to act a little bit differently, even in the short span of time we have left before the holiday? Certainly. I think that, um, I think that they've already started doing some of the things that, if they continue throughout this holiday season, will continue to um, bring in dollars. One thing that women are um, learning to expect is that they can be friends and family of every um, company. I don't know how many of these emails that you've gotten over the last couple of weeks, but I feel like every day I'm getting another friends and family, which used to be just um, given to those that had a uh, you know an insider relationship. But now regular consumers can um, take part in discounts that were left for others before. Um, I think that um, by doing so, we're, you know, giving consumers an opportunity to be um, part of the relationship more so than they were before. Um, I think that putting time limits on um, on on discounts is really important. I know for last night, Cyber Monday, I was shopping until 11.15, and the stress of getting everything in before midnight was driving me crazy. And uh, there was one website I was on uh, that it was offering products for, you know, 50% off if you got it in by 11.59, and the site was going really slow, or at least I thought it was going slow, because I kept looking at my list and thinking, I have 10 other sites I have to get into, you know, for the next <laughs> 15 minutes. So, uh, But I think that's important. It, it sort of um, brings the excitement to the experience, but it also um, gives people a reason to shop and shop now. 
I think that, you know, offering the limited quantity, letting people know how many you have left rather than saying, you know what, I can get that later on or, or maybe I'll wait right up until the end. I am shopping um, as soon as the deals are there and getting the, um, the item you want, I think, is really important. I know that uh, during uh, Black Friday, there were uh, people on the floor at Best Buy were, were tweeting um, saying how many products were, were left and whether there were, you know, deals to be had. I think that um, more and more more uh, options to see what else is available is important. Um, and I think a deal of a day, I've, I'm also seeing that in stores and online shopping um, areas as well, is that each day you get a, a new deal. Um, that's fun, and that keeps you coming back for more. I think those are things that we can uh, continue to build upon um, to drive the excitement during this holiday season, keep people interested, keep people coming back, and, uh, and spending their money. Great tips, Tracy. Thank you so much for being on the show today. People listening today got some great insight on how to really propel excitement around um, their products and services this holiday season, which is, can be a really challenging thing to do right now. It is, especially when it, we have our own long list of things that have to be done, right? Exactly right. Well, thank you. And, and for everybody out there who's interested in the book, What She's Not Telling You, Why Women Hide the Whole Truth and What Marketers Can Do About It, as you mentioned, Tracy, it's out there on Amazon. Is it also in the, at a bookstore near, near our listeners? Yes, you can call and request it at a local bookstore, or you can go on to uh, barnesandnoble.com, has it as well. And, and as you look, there are only a couple of copies left. Oh, there you go. So get out there. Get online right now and place your order. Tracy, thank you so much again. And for those individuals wanting to maybe uh, get in contact with Tracy, you can uh, find her information on justaskawoman.com. Thanks to my producer, George, for another great show. And join me next week for another edition of Purse Strings. That's next Tuesday, 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Until then, thanks so much for joining me today. Make it a great one. 